Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. So I just want to issue a headphone disclaimer, mamas, in case we got the littles in the room or we're doing a group or we're out in public. I just want you to know, headphones, 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 girl, because there is a little spicy language, but it's passionate and well-placed. Hey, friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey friends, so I am really thrilled with the way that you've been responding to season four of uh, our chats, because as I promised, we're going to get even more unfiltered, even more frank, because it's about living boldly. And you also know that I promised that I would not bring anyone into our conversation, our growth that I did not think was going to contribute to that, have value beyond the time that you'll spend listening and was very qualified. And I have been blown away by the responses to, you know, me sharing about entitlement and how that, you know, triggers us. And, you know, some of the therapy resources I've engaged in like EMDR and talk therapy, and then also exercising and practicing what I'm learning in therapy by changing my boundaries, changing my habits, affirming my boundaries. And you guys are doing it too. So it's been really fun chatting about that in the DMs. And so for that reason, I felt like Let's keep doing the hard work, right? We'll keep doing it together. And I want to introduce you to one of my favorite resources, you know, for learning, right? Because we have to know what it is and name it to fix it, right? And then also one of my favorite sort of, I want to call it accessible, approachable, relatable ways to talk about therapy, particularly if you have some stigma associated to it or if it's something you're not used to. And Dr. Scott Lyons is all that. Now, don't let the doctor part scare you. You heard me say accessible and real. He is a regular person, a kind human who is smart and qualified, but my goodness, just like us. And I'm just so excited to have him here today to teach us more about how stress and trauma isn't just something that happens to us. It can really become a part of us because we become addicted to it. I mean, you guys probably know my background. You know that it's been something I've had to break and I'm hoping I can help you break those chains too. So Dr. Scott, thank you for being here. Thank you, my love. Thank you. I am so grateful to have 
let me just say, I'm grateful to have you as a human in this world interested in doing this work. Thank you. I, I, you say thank you. No, it's because I don't want to. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> it was a list of things that I would never want to do. It's yeah. like research trauma yeah. and try to come up with coping mechanisms and like yeah. listen to people talk. I just, I could not. Yeah. How, why are you like this? Like, who hurt me? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Okay, we need to light candles because who hurt you? Why are you like this? Like, take me back to move me forward, right? What brought you to this work? You know, I grew up as a performer, but Mm -hmm. I always had this heart of like empathy. I wanted to understand other humans. Sure. And I couldn't stop learning until I figured out, like, I didn't feel human. I was so Mm. dissociated and traumatized as a kid. You know, I, I used to tell my parents as a four-year-old that I feel like I'm a walking ghost. Wow. But, yeah. As a four-year-old. As a four-year-old. And they wow. put me in therapy. Mm-hmm. They, like, what else do you do? Sure, sure, sure. But I would say, like, I don't feel dimensional. I feel flat. Mm. And, like, I didn't know what that meant. And I, we have words for it now as adults. Like, sure. I was really dissociated. I was mm-hmm. totally disconnected from my body and, and at times reality. And I wanted to know what it was to be human. I wanted to know what it felt like because I was so disconnected to my feelings and my body and my sensations. And so I was like, I don't know, where do you get that information? Maybe school? Like, mm-hmm. so like, I went and studied psychology and medicine mm-hmm. and, and acting. Yeah, and- <laughs> you have all, listen, I mean, you want to talk about yeah. being put into an environment yeah. where you're going to use your tools, yeah. theater, acting. That will that yeah. will let you know that, what trauma looks like, right? <laughs> you know for sure. Every theater kid has something they need to say and express, yeah. right? But yeah. I'm so impressed with the sort of solution focused yeah. nature of it all mm. because so many of us take what we're feeling and what has happened and just kind of say it is, you it know, is. and yeah. I'm just going to carry it, you know. Or sometimes we get kind of victimy and we're like, yeah. oh, you know, I can't believe this happened to me, and then that dictates how we approach yeah. life, you know. But you did something, so Thank you. Uh, I'm excited because I want to extract your doing somethingness <laughs> for all. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. So you came to it because yeah. you were experiencing it. Yeah. Now, so many of us are experiencing, you know, trauma, yeah. drama, stress, yep. and we don't even know it because it is so normal. Yeah. Can you tell us how we get to that place? Because I know that coming out of divorce, yeah. you know, I am going through sort of, I look, you know, you look back on it, yeah. multifaceted awareness where yeah. I thought I got it. I didn't get yeah. it. Six months later. Oh, that was what yeah. that was. And yeah. I am blown away by how I used to live three years ago and the fact that I'm still standing. How mm. did you, how do people even know how bad it is? Sometimes we rely on other people or the things that like our life just doesn't feel right. Mm. Like we keep feeling like these challenges that can't we can't resolve. I mean, the the reality is is it's such a great question. How do we? How does it just how become do we even our know normal? We're in drama. You yeah. Know how do we because know we're in it's drama? just like because you your we whole don't. thing is being addicted to drama. Um, yeah. How do I even know if I'm in drama if I'm just used to it? Yeah. Like how people are like, oh, these are just my kids until they yeah. go to you know what I mean? You yes. go to someone else's house and you're yeah. like, oh, my house is dirty. Yeah. Or you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Or you meet someone else's kids and you're like, oh, your kids like sit at the table. Like, yeah. how do I even know my life is weird or crazy <sighs> when I watch on TV and it's chaos? I'm yes. in my workplace, it's chaos. My house yeah. is chaos. Like, how do I know? Yeah. I mean, I I figured out for me because that my childhood was utter chaos, that the things that were going on, that the, the massive fights mm-hmm. that, you know, um, drama was the currency for love mm. and like illness was the currency for love. Like you, when you're challenged or when things are going wrong, that's when you get attention. So it becomes the currency of love. Oh, wow. Oh, and wow. so 
I didn't realize that until I got away from my household and I saw how other people reacted. And I noticed that they would get attention for doing good things, mm -hmm. that they would get attention for just being loving and supportive. And I was like, whoa, something doesn't compute. And it's mm -hmm. in that dissonance mm -hmm. where some that, you know, like you see it one way, but you've experienced another way that suddenly something cracks open mm -hmm. and you get curious and you investigate what it is. This is so, so powerful because yeah. one of the things that I've shared here is that Oftentimes our confusion resides in the isolation. Mm -hmm. So when we are living in it, when our world becomes increasingly smaller, yeah. when we kind of get into this cycle of all I do is momming, yeah. you know, so it's like my whole world is my kids and yeah. all I do is my entrepreneurial business yeah. and I'm spending all these hours at the desk and it's glamorized and glorified, yeah. you know, like you're such a good mom or you're such a hardcore entrepreneur yeah. that you literally don't even realize you step out for one minute and yeah. you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. There can be peace, yeah. you know, and and then it's how do I get there? Now, you yeah. have tools, though. I yeah, know yeah. that you've yeah. got a quiz that you do yeah. that helps people kind of figure out some of those questions because yeah. not everyone can escape it to find out. No, no. So, so tell me more about this quiz. Yeah. So there's a quiz on my website that okay. they can take. It's like, what's the website? We need it. It's uh, www.drscottlyons, drscottlyons. Okay. Got it. And it's also in the book, okay. Addicted to Drama. And um, do you want to take it? Um, do I know someone addicted to drama or am I addicted to drama? Oh, oh, we can do it. Listen, all my <laughs> friends, I feel like my friends right now would literally be like, Nicole, you don't even need to take this. We know you, but let's go ahead and I'll take the test myself. I'm not too shy. Can Before we do the test, should yeah. I define drama and addiction Absolutely. drama? Absolutely. I'll define it so we know okay. what I'm testing yes. and also tell us about this test. Like, yeah. what does it help us find out? Yeah. Like all of that. And y'all take it for yourself too. Like, I'm not doing this myself. <laughs> <laughs> you better take out a pen and decide for yourself too, okay? Don't leave me out here. And we'll normalize it. Like, you're mm -hmm. still a good human, even of if course. you recognize you're a little dabbler in the drama. Like, of you've course. got a propensity or a little addiction to the stress. Yeah, I'm addicted to cheese and proudly, oh. okay? So listen, addictions <laughs> can't be all bad. I receive it. <laughs> and I was heavily addicted to stress. There it is. I mean, just is. nonstop needed it. Oh, oh. And couldn't get enough. Built up a tolerance level for it, needed more to feel more of it. That's had withdrawal wild. symptoms from it. We all do. That's the thing. So can you tell yeah. me? Well, I love yeah. this because I read um somewhere and I want to yeah. hear everyone say it and I don't want to mess them up. Those five signs of addiction. Yeah. Because we know what addiction looks like when yeah. it's you know, substances yeah. and thing, things yeah. that are normalized as being negative. Yeah. But what does addiction look like when yeah. you are addicted to stress, drama, trauma? Yeah. So all you know, forms of addiction have like a, a basic tenets mm -hmm. that make an addiction. Like mm -hmm. it occupies a lot of your time. Mm. Like you might not think about stress, but you might be engaging in things that are stressful constantly. Like entrepreneurship. Like yeah. if it's like, oh no, I always work 90 hour yeah. work weeks. Yeah. Overscheduling yourself. Mm. And then the, the, the stressful result in your nervous system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We might go, hey, you're amazing. You do so much. Mm -hmm. But the overscheduling is actually a dependency on stress. Ooh. Oof. I didn't even, what are we doing right now? <laughs> what doing? Like, what is this happening right now? I'm like, if you don't get up out of my office, like I'm not ready. Okay, so that's the first one is so this aspect of, of overscheduling, of overdoing yeah. it, just taking up this time. It takes a lot of time. Like you're focused on it. Another part is we build a tolerance for it. So, you know, we all know this a little bit perhaps with like mm -hmm. drugs or alcohol, like you need more to get high. Yep. The result in stress is that you actually need more stress to get the benefits of stress. 
Can I tell you right now that I am deeply bothered? And I feel safe <laughs> saying that because you're a therapist. I'm here for you. There's literally like, because I'm applying this to entrepreneurship, yeah, right? Please. So, you know, you get applauded being like, oh, she's tough as nails. Yeah. She can handle it all. Yep. She can. Yep. I like, how did you handle your daughter going through cancer while building your business and getting a million dollars? You are so brave and bold. Mm. But after that, it's like, okay, you get through it. Then you're like, now I need to launch eight businesses. Yeah. And it's not because you are driven or ambitious. Mm -mm. It might be part of it, yeah. but it may be that I'm pushing my stress limit to get a better fix. You need the fix. And here's the withdrawal piece of it. Mm -hmm. It's like withdrawal when it comes to addiction to drama or stress, mm -hmm. looks like boredom and anxiety. Oh, hear me you know on that? anxiety. Listen, the, the boredom part, not yeah. so much, but the yeah. anxiety for sure, yeah. because it's like, am I doing enough things to yes. make money? Do yes. I, like you just don't know how to sit still you never feel with nothing going enough. on. Yes. You never feel <gasps> safe enough. You never feel like you have enough money. You never feel like you have enough love. Y'all, are you hearing this right now? Could you be an addict? We haven't even gotten into the, into the questions. I just want you to <laughs> understand how common ideas around addiction yeah. can also apply to these other things. And so many of us know it. And, Mm -hmm. And like before I read like the, the hardcore questions, right. like I'm going to give the soft, the soft question. <laughs> I like that though. Like get warm me up. Get me, warm ease, you up. like ease me in there. It's like, have you ever experienced going to a meditation class, being in a bathtub, someplace that's relaxing, like mm -hmm. walking through a forest yeah. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden your mind starts to build up a million miles an hour. Are you kidding me? I sat in a float tank and I literally <laughs> wanted to drown myself. Okay. Yes. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, it's too loud in here. It's... I was like, some of us need to leave. Yeah. Okay. Like, it was a <laughs> lot going on. <laughs> exactly. But yes. that's physiology mm -hmm. where all of a sudden you start to rest and there's a reflex called the rev reflex mm -hmm. and it goes into you start to build stories you start to think about what you have to do yes. you start to think fights in your head with people yes. you love or you or know over analyzing i think is a really common one oh for gosh. women like yeah. you know how people say like oh i was driving away and then i was like did i leave the stove on did yes. i whatever it's like a simple way of saying yeah. like you couldn't even just trust that you did the thing you needed you couldn't to do trust yourself. Yeah. and part wow. of that is this physiology this is all the addiction to stress, is that the moments of calm settling lead us to closer contact with the things we're avoiding, which is our inner emotions, trauma, pain that we cannot process and metabolize. And that makes sense and is commonly understood with yeah. substances. Yep. So I have a daughter who's yeah. uh, currently like 200 plus days in recovery. Wow. And um, for her, it was whenever it would get quiet, I would use a substance yeah. because I didn't want to think about yes. my my childhood or yep. previous things. And, Absolutely. you know, now she's learning when it's uncomfortable, like, there are a million, talk to people, talk yeah. to friends, yeah. you know, let's unpack it, you yeah. know, let's go to therapy, go to meetings. Yep. But it is a confronting the discomfort. Confronting. And we, so with stress, we do that yes. too. I'm like, let me go find, let me go to work. Yes. We chase the drama to avoid the trauma. If y'all don't write that free tip down, that is a free hot tip. Y'all have to pay for that. <laughs> Underline, highlight, put it on a post-it and stick it on your steering wheel. We don't, yeah. And we don't recognize we're chasing it. It's like when we feel like there's always something going on and it's, there's always some type of stress or relationship, big fights, mm -hmm. big relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're finding you're doom scrolling. You're mm -hmm. watching the news. All of these things that could otherwise be these moments of stillness mm -hmm. are filled and occupied by moments of activation or stress. Wow. That's the chasing. It's So I have a question yeah. about that, though, yes. because that sounds... Yeah. Like what I think a lot of us think drama looks like. So I think that we do need that definition of yep. drama because yep. a lot of us think that drama looks like 
that relationship. Like, oh, maybe this isn't me because my life isn't dramatic. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I am a regular mom who just takes the kids all the time. But the kids are always they might always be fighting or I'm always trying yeah. to argue with them about cleaning their room or I have a lot going on. I'm busy. Yeah. It doesn't feel like my life is dramatic. No. So drama, I could still be addicted to drama. Yeah based on the sort of medical definition that yeah. you kind of have, the clinical one. Yeah. So can you tell us what that is? Yeah, drama is the unnecessary stress and turmoil in our life. It's mm. the exaggerated, intensified behaviors, emotions, you know, reactions. Mm -hmm. It is essentially the disproportionate amount of energy in response to a stimulus than what's actually needed. So the That's it's so like good. making a mountain That's out of a so molehill. That's so good. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch. Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's so good and it's so helpful because yeah. it also lets us know that, and this is something that's really, I yeah. think, I've spoken about it here before, yeah. but it's kind of like when you have a six-year-old and your six-year-old is saying, this is too hard for me, mom. Yeah. And you're like, it's just tying your shoes. It's not hard for us, but yeah. in their world, is. that is like a disproportionate amount of stress for their yeah. tiny little human yeah. experience. And so- what I'm hearing is that even if your suburban life drama yeah. of not being able to get into the tennis club, yeah. you know, feels like something that I can't relate to because, yeah. you know, I'm dealing with chemotherapy sessions. Yeah. This isn't the suffering Olympics. No. Drama is drama. Drama is drama. You know, based on your life. Yeah. It's it all good. comes back to the physiology of it, mm. of like needing it, but not necessarily even know you're needing it. Filling with it. Instead of being like, time. I don't need to be part of this tennis club. I'm not even yeah. good at tennis. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. retelling that same story over and over and over again. Emotional venting to everyone you know, not Ooh. letting it go. We know that we know that person or we are yeah. that person. Or let's let's just tell the truth. Okay, yeah. so, all right, let me put myself out here. What is this test that's about to <laughs> tell all my friends yeah. everything that's going on? But look, we're doing it together, we're right? We're doing it together. We're doing it together. And here's another like fun kind of question. Mm -hmm. Have you ever blown a birthday candle out with a fire hose? 
Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> not literally, not literally, not no. literally. But it's like, okay, someone says something, mm-hmm. and your reaction is tenfold of what yes. makes sense. I have absolutely done that, yeah. and I absolutely get triggered. I've done it with friends, yeah, I've done it with family, I've done it with employees, I've yes. done it with coworkers, and always because I have a million things going on behind the scenes yeah. that met that moment yeah. and shouldn't have been there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And sometimes we feel bad about it, but For other sure. times we go and we justify it. Mm. We find we bring friends in to justify it. Mm-hmm. We call up our best friend. And we're like, they said this and then they right. said that. Unless our, you have the type of friends like me who are like, girl, that was your fault. Whoa, <laughs> really? Get back in there. Oh, yes. My friends tell me about myself. It's not fun. <laughs> they're like, I, they're like, that I one is your, on you. <laughs> I honor your friends. It helps me grow. You it know does. what I mean? They, they keep me in check. But that shows your level of health. Mm. Because, well, therapy. We, yeah, therapy. <laughs> like when we're surrounded by beautiful enablers mm-hmm. we're gonna keep recycling the pattern well it hurts though it hurts nothing gets better and no. that's the hard part you no. know oh my gosh that's good so a few of the quiz questions here we go y'all <laughs> i use language like extremely literally always very really never mm-hmm. we 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 create this more extreme language essentially mm-hmm. so that sound familiar yeah it's a rain yeah it's also i get it drama um, I feel anxious when things are calm. When things are calm? Calm. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. And I will say, I'm going to be completely yeah. honest about this because yeah. you're new to me, Dr. Lyons, yeah. but like everyone in my community has been here a while and yeah. they know they would know if I was lying, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a time where the answer to that is always. Yes. You know, and yeah. so it, you know, post-divorce, post-big yeah. move, I like have reduced the size of my team. Yeah. I take different projects. Like they've heard the work that yeah. I've done, which is why you hear the hesitancy because I'm feeling, I can still yeah. feel in my body, yeah. which is interesting because that stress response, yeah. when you say that, I can feel like in a, oh, wow. Like I remember when I was, the yeah. answer would have been always. Yeah. And that is really interesting you know what i mean like i'm weaning off yeah you're weaning off the drama weaning off the stress yeah so sometimes yeah and it's and it's not yes or no it's never seldom sometimes frequently always it is Mm -hmm. a full scale Mm -hmm. of our Mm -hmm. propensity for drama have you ever had someone say after interacting with them say to you like wait what just happened well i don't know how we got from here to here or shit that was intense yes that's happened yeah or like girl you a lot (laughs) <laughs> you a lot. That's the yeah. people I talk to. Girl, yeah. that's a lot. You that's a, lot. a lot. That's happened. And that's feedback. They we say don't... it on the podcast. I'm <laughs> sure people listen and they're just like, oh, that's a lot, Nicole. This was a hot one today. Oof. So, yes. Yeah. And then there's the question of, could it also not be a lot? Like, would yes. you be okay? Yes. Like, is there a range? Is there a scale of response? And that's really what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. When it goes from zero to a 60 in a second, mm-hmm. and that's the only response you have, you have lost your power within you to be responsive to what is truly here in the present moment. That's so good. I So about this, yeah. I have noticed that as I've gotten older, yeah. and I don't know if some of that's just biological, I right? So. You know, because people like to say, oh, the 13, 13 year old girls are a lot of drama, that sort of thing. And some of it's hormonal, whatever. Neuro you know? pruning. Yeah, neuro pruning. Neuro pruning. I love this. <laughs> well, you know, I pruned the heck out of my tree. I don't even know if it's going to bear <laughs> any more drama fruit. You know what I mean? Because I rolled up on 40 and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Like, no it's not a lot. I just don't have yeah. the space our energy yeah. for it is that is that real or yeah. is that just something that like i think or people say yeah i i have experienced that myself mm-hmm. in my own addiction and drama the mm-hmm. older i've gotten like i just don't, I don't have the energy care like i'm just tired yeah i'm tired yeah. i don't have the extra energy mm-hmm. and like i don't want the energy because this is the thing about That's stress good. that most people don't know you ready for it stress gives us energy 
It's like drinking four cups of coffee because you get that big boost of energy activation in order to fight, flee, or whatever you need to do. And people become attached to the energy because it feels powerful. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. You understand. And for those of y'all watching on YouTube, you're seeing my faces. Okay. (laughs) So. Yeah. I have experience yeah. with bipolar disorder. Okay. I am not personally diagnosed, but I have experience with it in, yeah. in many phases over the range of my life. Right. And one of the things that was really powerful for me as I've gone through therapy to, yeah. you know, cope with, you know, people in my life who have had bipolar or people yeah. in my life who have bipolar, yeah. or, you know, one and two, sure. right? The, the thing that was shared with me was that mania feels good. Yeah. And... That was a transformative statement to me because, you know, in trying to understand why someone with bipolar wouldn't take their meds or wouldn't engage in, because I'm so practical. I'm like, oh, bipolar, like I have no, when someone's, uh, you know, not a neurotypical, you know, thought uh, project neurodivergent, you know, I'm very like, okay, it's like having diabetes. Let's take the insulin. You know what I mean? Like kind of let's, so you're just different. You know what I mean? Like uh, in your processing, cool. We'll just figure out what we got to do to accommodate because you have so many great things to bring in the world. So being, you know, having the diagnosis of bipolar does not mean anything to me more than, okay, so you operate a little differently. Let's see what we can do to figure it out. And I say that for anyone who's listening who may struggle with the shame or stigma of any mental health diagnosis. Like you have so much to offer to this world still and don't let that hold you back, right? You are amazing. You are perfect. Yes, you are human. Yes. Nothing is wrong with you. No. You're just different. You know what You're I mean? You're just having That's it. Yeah. There are things in the way of you experiencing the, the world. richness, the wholeness of That's who right. you are. That's right. And the survival strategies you had to navigate. That's right. That's right. And yes, all of that. All and of so that. knowing this, yeah. you know, when I heard that mania feels good yep. and that it's kind of a pull, yeah. you know, that makes them inclined, especially yeah. if they feel the need in a moment where they're feeling a little less self-esteem yeah. or a little bit weaker. They're like, gosh, if I put on my manic hat or my yeah. manic coat, you know, then maybe I'll show up differently or yeah. I'll perform better. Yeah. So I want to take that to stress. It is absolutely the same as stress. No. You feel a sense of a elated power. Like I can do it. Yeah. Have you ever had like this is going to sound like a strange question, mm-hmm. like, but been in a fight, not necessarily a physical fight, mm-hmm. but like an argument. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where you're like, I feel powerful. Sure. Where well, people will say like, I got to burn off steam. Yeah. Yeah. Or I got to burn really off steam. Which doesn't really make sense. No. Like, cause you're like, fighting should be exhausting. So yeah. why did someone need to go like walk a mile to like cool down? Do you want to know? Yeah. I'd have to okay. know. So here's the other thing about stress. I, I'm, have you ever, are you a runner at all? <laughs> Do I look like a runner? <laughs> I'm not I answering that fridge. fucking question. <laughs> I know, you're, you're a smart man. Okay, no, I run to the fridge. Yeah. You know, I run away from my problems. So you know what yeah, running's like. I run like. to my you know man. Running. Like I know what I it looks to like to move man. quickly. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely don't actively run as an exercise. <laughs> so have you ever heard the phrase like, and a runner's high? Yes, oh, I've heard of it, never experienced it. If I did, I'd be a runner. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go for a run, <laughs> you and I, and just so we can get the high and then we'll take a break. I am an empowerer, so so I'll be happy to cheer you on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know my ministry. Okay, I know my I like ministry. It, I like to reside in it. So, <laughs> yes. So that endorphic high, mm-hmm. that runner's high is endorphins. It's hormones sure, releasing. Sure, In a stress response, mm-hmm. we have a massive release of endorphins. So stress is our most natural pain reliever. It blocks the pain receptors. It's also why when people punch walls, they don't realize it until after. And then they're like, oh my gosh, my hand, what did I do? And they're like, dude, you're bleeding. Yeah. Like, 
This is crazy because yeah. you're marrying science with what we already feel. We know it. We know yeah. this. And so it's, it's what I'll say is it's got to be freeing. And I'm hope all mm -hmm. of you hear this because we're going to shift to solutions so soon. Gonna, you I know, promise. right? We're going to shift to solutions. But identifying <laughs> yeah. the problem is yeah. so key to knowing yeah. the solution, accepting yeah. the solutions. Yeah. One, knowing that some of our responses yeah. are biological. Yep. They're, they're enforced by society, yep. Absolutely. you know, and also there are ways to know what's happening to us. So if you felt any of these things or identify with any of these things yes. like you're just human you're just human you're just human can so i tell you what can i tell you one more interesting stress <laughs> yes, human thing yes 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 so you know have you ever heard the phrase like trauma bonding oh have i i mean i literally came out of a divorce and i was like i can't even get a dog <laughs> like, i'm afraid to get plants because i will be bonded you to this bonded. plant it will lose leaves and i'll be like why are we going yeah. through this so, <laughs> so studies show mm -hmm. that people who share stressful or traumatic experiences mm -hmm. bond more, faster, and for longer than people who go through happy experiences together. Stress is a social glue. And that is so terrifyingly like it is why people gossip because yes. it, it bonds a familiarity really yeah. from something that's like threadbare it's yeah. not even like a legitimate no. connection yeah. but it's you're telling me it's like physiological it's physiological wild stress gives us power or a sense of energy stress gives pain relief Stress gives us a sense of connection to other people. Why would people not become dependent on stress? And it's easy. And it's free. It's easy and it's free. You can be in I a mean, desert and stress yourself out. Lit oh, you could be in a forest and stress yourself. You that's could be in a true. bathtub and find something to stress yourself out Ooh, about. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this is, I'm getting stressed by this conversation. <laughs> I'm literally over here like this is all too much true. So let's go to the, let's go to the relief portion yeah. of it, right? So, all right, so... We know what it feels like. Yeah. We know why it happens. Yeah. We know some of it can be us. Yeah. And some of it is just how we're hardwired. Yeah. So I don't want to, you know, get into ha hacking of the hardwiring, but yeah. I do want to know if I'm a simple person, regular mom, and I'm like, yeah. all right, I get it. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Where do we even start with this? Yeah. Recognize your revving is one of my first tools. Write that down, y'all. Recognize your revving. So revving means you're stirring yourself up to mm -hmm. a stress response. Mm -hmm. You are pulling things in from external from you, like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to watch the news. I'm going to get mm -hmm. into an argument. On social media. Social media. Certain people you follow, maybe. So, okay, recognize your revving. So I recognize like this because I love breaking things down yeah. into like real actionable. real actionable. So when you say recognize your yeah. revving, one thing I'm hearing is that stress isn't like, sudden onset you're saying mm -hmm. that it can rev up and to a point where it's too much yes okay we will rev all the way to that drama explosion mm. that unregulated un like reactionary position like response so today yeah. i went to the doctor's Tell office me. in the morning and i was doing like my regular checkup i'm very yeah. into like blood work and all the just tell me what's inside right <laughs> like i get body scans just and i'm like oh. you know god willing if yeah. nothing is there base level. Yeah. Tell me what's Love going that. on so I have something to say like, look, yeah. you did this child. Mom did not arrive this way. You know what I mean? Yeah, she did yeah. not have gallstones before and she does now do your homework. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. African parenting. Yeah. Your, th your inner therapy, right now your therapy is cringing. <laughs> I might say it's a little bit of weaponization. You think it's all a little bit of weaponization? You think, you think putting the scans on the fridge next to their next to their school test and say, look, mom succeeding also is a bit much. No, that's very mommy dearest. No. So, some shit. Um, yeah, some shit. That's like some, like, get some help. So, okay, but that said, yeah. when I was at the doctor's so well office, and they were taking my blood work, yeah. I said to them, hey, can I have a minute to kind of calm myself down versus walking in cold nice. and then taking my blood pressure right away? Yeah. Because I knew the number may not be reflective of me taking a minute to like 
rev myself down, I guess, yeah, or yeah. like de-escalate myself. Yeah. So when we feel ourselves starting to rev, we can remove things. Yes. Or do we just remove things or people like, are you telling me to quit the job? Or Do you know what <laughs> no, I mean? No, no. Like, I really yeah, want to yeah. know. Start you small. Know? Start small. Okay. So like when I said, okay, have you ever sat in a meditation practice and started to recognize the fast thoughts? Yep. That's a rev. That's called an internal rev. Mm. Yeah, you're stirring things in your body, you're in your mind. You're going, what was that sensation? Mm -hmm. Do I have a headache? Oh my God, what does that headache mean? Yep. You know, versus external stuff. So you start to notice that revving action at all. And so it's like, when things are calm, notice what happens in the space, in your body, in your mind. That's, and most likely you're starting to rev. Mm. If, you, if any of the things that we've said before sound familiar, you're likely starting to rev, even in the slightest ways. Like, if you start thinking about your ex out of nowhere, what are you doing? You're revving. Well, like, because also it's not real, right? No, like, it's they're not there right they're now. They're not there right now. And so my therapist calls this just not being in the present. Yeah, it's not that being in the present. Because if you're in the past, like, she calls it living in the memory. Yep. So yep. if you're in the past or if you're thinking about the future, yep. you're causing yourself undue stress because neither of those things are here with you. You are revving if you're cycling the past or resourcing the future. That's so good. And yeah. also, I guess, if you have people around you that like to do that. And yeah, I mean, misery loves company. Drama loves wow. company. Yeah, because I have people yeah. in my life or had yeah. or have altered boundaries with people in my life yeah. who literally like all they want to talk about is like this happened in 2016 or yeah. that one time 45 years ago, I remember yeah. you stepped on my toe or, yeah. you know, and it's just kind of like they always have to rehash or just rehash. And yeah. you're just kind of like. I understand. I believe you. But now what? Yeah, you know what I mean? Can't. It's the inability to move on. Yeah. Because the inability to move on requires the vulnerability to feel less mm. or to feel what you actually feel. So I have to ask, yeah. a lot of people will totally. say the reason that they can't move on is because they need validation in their experiences. You know, like where they'll yeah. say, because this is common on yeah. the Internet where there's yeah. this weird dichotomy of people saying, you know, and therapists from different camps, you know, yeah. saying like, you got to move on. You got to live in the present. You got to like, you know, do the here and now. And then other therapists saying, look, you know, you have to deal with the pain. You have to deal with the past. You have yeah. to, you know, reconcile what happened to you in yeah. order to move on. Yeah. So how does that sit with drama? How can I reconcile my past but not obsess over my past or victimize over my past or need to rehash my past? Yeah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's, is there any metabolism of the past? Is there any emotion that gets processed? And if not, you're just recycling the past to rev yourself up. So revisit your past with a purpose. Re- exactly. And so I feel like the sadness in my chest when we talk about my divorce or mm-hmm, your divorce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can tell the story about how awful my ex was. Mm-hmm. Or I can attend to what, and this is called processing dialogue mm-hmm. versus dramatic dialogue. Mm. Dramatic dialogue is then he said, then she said, then they said. Then, That's right. And talking about the narration, mm-hmm, the story, mm-hmm. and not talking about how I feel. And so when yeah, I do- So that is so, yeah. I just like, I hope all of y'all are hearing what what is being, get, I'm telling you, I'm going to get all the messages about this. This is a session on a session on a session <laughs> because so many of us think yeah. that talking about the issue or talking about it is healing, you, but rehashing mm. and getting into narrative stories and situations is not healing. Healing is, pro, is real, pro, well, so what does that sound like? Well, first of all, you cannot talk your way out of trauma. You but there's talk therapy, and right? It doesn't work to the significance mm-hmm. like you've done EMDR. I agree. I agree completely. I teach somatics or body-oriented therapy. Mm-hmm. Trauma lives in the body. Yes. Our, yes. The ability to talk, like, you know, it's in our bodies. It's in the way we move. It's in our behaviors. Mm-hmm. It's ingrained like a memory mm-hmm. there. And talking is way above that. In our evolution of, uh, and how our brain We can talk works. ourselves out of the we therapy. We can talk our way. Literally. Ooh, I'm good at that. You know? Intellectualizing, mm-hmm. talking about other people's rationalizing, shit. Rationalizing, deflecting, deflecting all the things. This is so good yeah. because it also, yeah. I think, is healing for some of you who mm. might be hearing, I did therapy and it didn't work. Yeah. Well, it's because you might have done talk therapy or yeah. had the wrong therapist or weren't ready yeah. or whatever. But, yeah. you know... When you therapy works, yeah. period, yeah. you know, it's about finding the process that works for you and also acknowledging there have been evolutions oh, yeah. in our understanding of therapy that can really help you find the type that works. So yeah. Telling, yeah. you said somatic, like how yeah. people know what that is. Yeah. So first, when I say talk therapy, you can't talk your way out of trauma. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of other things people come into therapy for. Sure. A sure. lot of skill set building. Mm-hmm. How do I be more empathetic? Mm-hmm. How do I just function with another human being in the same room. Like there's a lot of other things, but trauma is different. Mm. Trauma resides as like an imprint of memory in your body. Is that why you get sick? Because I talk about that in my book. Yeah, I I had Bell's palsy, high blood pressure. I got psoriasis, which is only stress induced. You know, like my body was literally breaking down and I never understood that. But what you're telling me now is that like stress, because it's trauma, it's manifesting. So if you imagine yourself like uh, a, a glass, like this glass of water and we pour water in and then we sip some out, that's that's functional. That's functional. We have, you know, it's not flooded. Mm -hmm. But if I put your glass under a hose Mm -hmm. and I just keep filling and filling and filling and filling, you're drowning inside Mm. there. And you are not able to talk yourself out of that drowning, out of that flooding. And that's what we're talking about is trauma. It floods your entire nervous system and lingers there because there isn't the space, time, support, permission to allow it to move out. Or it's, there's... Like meaning there's not someone here to hold your hand and walk you through it and say, you're going to be okay or you're mm-hmm. safe enough now mm-hmm. to let it move through. Mm-hmm. I know you're scared. I know you don't want to feel that pain again. I don't want you to feel that pain. And I know that touching into that pain, even just the littlest amount is going to help your liberation. 
So I have to tell you, I know right now for some of you listening in your headphones or in the car before you Mm. go in the house, like you might be having a moment, you know, and Mm. I just want to, you know, applaud you for having that moment and Mm. for allowing yourself to to lean into what you deserve, which is information, opportunity, permission, you know, to embrace your own healing and change in your life. And, um, you know, and so with that said, now that I think we're really hopefully getting on an understanding, you know, yeah. of what stress and trauma can look like, yeah. you know, in our lives and our feelings and kind of where we either, you know, need to take some ownership over yeah. allowing it to continue or yeah. it revving ourselves, yeah. you know, now that we know what a rev is and how it shows up yeah. and hopefully some ways to kind of de-rev, <laughs> you know, um, what does it look like to really start making some long-term changes? Because yeah. I think a lot of people's fear is it happened. It'll never go. It'll never get better. I, I can't change it. Like, what am I going to do? Get rid of my kids, divorce my husband, quit my job, yeah. move, you know, eat, yeah. pray, love my way out of this, yeah. you know? So yeah. I did that, but yeah. not everybody can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what yeah, does that yeah. look like? Now, do you remember VHSs or DVDs? Do I? I Are you kidding you me? Were... I found a floppy disk the other day. Tell was, me about it. I was it. looking at, I, no one knew what it was. <laughs> I was like, they were like, is that the save icon? I said, oh, stop. No. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. no. Well, hopefully disc. enough of us n- remember what a VHS or DVD oh, yes, or absolutely. CD is. Mm-hmm. So think about it like this way. The trauma gets recorded there mm-hmm. and it stays in your closet. Mm-hmm. And so we think because of its impact, maybe we're sick or maybe we get into really bad relationships right, all the time. Right. The way that survival response from the trauma is playing itself out. But the truth is we can learn to go get that DVD and push the play button slowly this time and process through it in a way that we couldn't before. And it actually erases from the DVD. This is my brain. Literally, you painted a picture where I'm like, holy cow. And I hope everyone hears this. So yeah. I think so many of us will have those DVDs and CDs yeah. and we'll say they have value to us still yeah. because we remember listening to it with our favorite song or we yeah. remember whatever else. But yeah. realistically, sis, you don't have a CD player anymore. <laughs> You know what I mean? And you use Spotify. You've upgraded to new systems. So you put this in your closet thinking, oh, this thing is done. It's over. But I kind of have some fond familiar, which is that addiction, right? Like I have that fond familiar. I remember feeling something with this, right? Well, the addiction is keeping it in the closet by using all these other ways to distract yourself from knowing it's there or even coming close to it. And we just need to take it out and download out. all of it and put yeah. it on our Spotify so yeah. we can have it or whatever. <laughs> Make a list of songs. Like you yeah. can have pieces of it, yes. you know, like, you, but get not, rid of the disc. I don't yeah. need it. You don't need it. And um, wow. absolutely. So once you like, I recognize the revving, mm-hmm. you start to find the sacred pause before the revving. Mm-hmm. But you create enough wedge in between stimulus and response. Like, between what's coming in and your reaction or behavior to a it. A wedge, creating like a pause. Like a wedge, like a pause. Like, like, do you mean just saying, hey, I need to sleep on this or I'm leaving or the like, room or yeah. something bigger? Or like, ooh, I can feel myself stirring shit up in my body mm-hmm. or like pulling things in or like on the internet for no reason. Mm-hmm. No reason. Or thinking about my ex for no reason. And I go, pause. I'm going to pause. And the more we can learn to pause, the less we go in to the reflex of getting into the drama. We are stopping it before it begins. And then the magic of that is that wedge that we've created is enough space for us to go and look in what's inside of us that hasn't been processed. That's the space we get. The, the, you know, the defense responses, the survival responses have been let down enough so that we can start to meet our, our inner childhood wounding. 
Ooh, actually heal. Actually heal it. Wow. And that's going to stop the pattern over some time. It takes a while. Of course it does. But we're taking the fuel out of the car. Well, and this is really powerful because, yeah. you know, what I'm hearing and just yeah. sort of a very simple process, yeah. like derev yourself, use that pause moment, yeah. you know, and then look at what's in there. Look, you look know? under what's in the hood. Yeah, look, look what's, under, what's the under, the under the hood. Right. Yeah, exactly. Now, I have to say that pause sounds so great because just like stress, it's free. Yeah. It's readily available. Yes. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. You already have everything you need. Nothing's yeah. missing. You got it. You yeah. can roll. But so many of us are afraid to pause that will drink, we'll party, we'll yeah. go somewhere else. Or we think that that's the pause. Yeah. We deflect, yes. right? So, you know, good point. I want to call out and ask, is it the same thing to, what does a real pause look like? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. some people will say, oh, you know, this girl's stressing me out. I need to go have a drink. Yeah. You know, or this situation yeah. is too much. I'm going to go shopping. Or yeah. is that really a pause? No. Or, Okay, no, got it. No, it's not. It. Definitely not. So like, let's go back to the example. This mm -hmm. girl's stressing me out. Yes. This, pers this person is stressing That's me right. out. That's right. I'm going to block them. I'm going to block them. Mm -hmm. Ooh, and then I want them to know I blocked That's them. That's right. I'm going to block them and text them that mm -hmm. they blocked. And then I'm going to go, <laughs> stop. Right. I'm going to think about backing away from the situation. Mm. I'm, sometimes I have done this with people in a room. We put the, like the drama is like this water bottle here. Mm -hmm. And I say, walk away. Take five steps back. Can you do it? Are you okay? Do you feel safe enough? Mm. And they're like, I want to go closer. I, I, there's something in me that wants to grab it. I'm like, no I way. All the time. Wow. And, there, and I was like, okay, just notice that. Notice mm -hmm. something in you wants to grab it. And is there any part of you that can feel the ground underneath you that can hear my voice? So bringing them back to the present. Mm -hmm. And just like that, you, we both kind of took a deeper breath mm -hmm. when I said that. Because we actually have done this. You and I have yeah, done, done these the practices. Work. I've done enough. the work. Yeah, like so when things I say, like count or, yeah. you know, breathing exercises. Yeah. There's so many things to like bring yourself here. Bring yourself back mm -hmm. to the present. And that's creating the pause. So the pause away from that revving reflex, the one that goes, ooh, I need to go get that. I have to do that now. Mm -hmm. There's an immediacy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. no, there's not. It's an animalistic urgency. It's that like, mm -hmm. it's, I want to say it's pituitary, primal. but it's not that. It's the amygdala, yeah. right? It's yeah, yeah. that sort of response of, in your brain that's saying, I need this thing, life or death. But realistically, yeah. in the present, it's not real. It's just real. the science of it. Yeah. Wow. It's not real. Oh, Dr. Scott, I'm telling you right now, like I am over here like this is transformative, you know, and you give so much in such a short amount of time. But yeah. as we all know, the real work continues with us. Where do you send people to continue to do this work? You know, yeah. what is the process if someone's listening now and saying, look, like I do have an addiction and I never would have labeled it as such, but yeah. understanding the severity of it is key to me actually being incentivized to change it. Yeah. What do they need to run out and get a therapist? Do they need <laughs> to practice their pause? Like, you know, because you can feel overwhelmed yeah. with finding a fix. Yeah. So what do you recommend? Look, therapy is not accessible to everyone. That's right. So it. Like I never default to that because I think it's unfair. Mm. It's expensive nowadays. There are a lot expensive. of- Expensive. I pay a mortgage in therapy I know. Month. Me too. Literally a mortgage in therapy. <laughs> I mean, and I just make the room for it because yeah. it's yeah. hard to do, especially the work that we do yeah. where we're interacting with people who have yeah. 
you know, money issues, consulting yeah. issues, like I need yeah. therapy to show up, yeah. you know? So it's an investment yeah, for me. It is an investment. I make the room. I literally would sleep in my car and still have therapy yeah. because it'll get me out of my car. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I that's how I believe mean. about therapy. Yeah. But I also recognize that, yeah, it's, you know, for some people it's thousands of dollars and dollars. there are sliding scales. Yep. I always try to say that yep. you can always ask. Yep. Therapists are some of the most yep. generous people in the world, you know? This group therapy. Group therapy. If, as long as people are not looping in on really each other's hard, drama really hard because some people yeah. are not well beyond what yeah. a group yeah can offer so yeah there's groups there's online resources there's youtube videos mm -hmm. there's books like mm -hmm. there in the back of my book is about 25 pages of exercises I, so y'all i just want to say it because dr lyon's not gonna say it there are all these resources <laughs> online, but please go to Dr. Scott's stuff because I do not want you landing in some, <laughs> you know, hokey pokey, you know, fake me out shamans yeah. inbox, you know, and it's not legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, because there are a lot of people who have their own healing work to do mm -hmm. that will co-opt your pain yep. for profit. Yep. And one they thing will. I can say is Dr. Lyons is again, qualified, generous, you know, experienced, please, please, please start with his book because there are resources there that I know yeah. are valid both in a emotional, moral, ethical way, but also clinically. So Addicted to Drama is the book. Yeah. People, And it's out now everywhere. Yeah. You can just grab it. You can listen yeah. to it. So, yeah. And I built a whole online learning platform, a whole platform for trauma healing that. called the Embody Lab. Mm -hmm. And so we have workshops, we have trainings. What we wanted to do was make trauma therapy and learning how to Offer it to other people and yourself mm -hmm. accessible. Oh, so, so powerful. we have an enormous amount of scholarships. Oh, we do so that, generous. and we do one, at least once a month, once every other month, um, a day of just free workshops, like five or six workshops in a day on different subjects, uh, all related to like coming back into the present, coming more connected to yourself, connected to other people. Mm -hmm as one of the strongest ways of healing. So tremendous and so <laughs> generous. I'm telling you, I couldn't do this work. I couldn't. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it is It is giving so much of yourself. And yeah. uh, y'all, that's the homework assignment. Get the book, Addicted to Drama, uh, Dr. Scott Lyons. Then go to the Embody Lab. You can find him on Instagram, Dr. Scott Lyons. You can uh, see when the free workshops are, if that's the bucket you're in. But it is an investment that is worth getting. It's affordable. It's accessible. And above all else, do not be ashamed to identify that you may need trauma-related healing yeah. because, heck, if you made it through the pandemic, you experienced yeah. a collective trauma. Yeah. Like, it's real. It's out there. Let's let's work on it. Yeah. Thank you. We're all just trying to come back to ourselves, come home to ourselves. And I just, I love that your work is out here too, helping people Aww, come home to themselves. You. You're thank such, you so much. You're such a powerhouse. And <sighs> oh, you better heal my inner child. You tell me everything my African parents didn't. That tire <laughs> oh, parenting will get you. I'm going to okay? talk directly to your inner child right now. I, I love that. you. <gasps> you are worthy. You are special. Yes. You are magnificent. Tell and me you have I'm changed pretty. the tell world. Tell me I'm pretty. Oh shit. And you're pretty. <laughs> and I'm and you're pretty. <laughs> Y'all take a little bit of that for yourself too. Please okay. Do. Uh, We're this is a great you. chat. You're amazing. I appreciate you. Thank you, Dr. Scott, for taking out the time. Thank you for your work, y'all. You have your assignment. Hop to it. Another great chat. Oh, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week, and I hope you are too. See you there, friend.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.